A one, a two, a one, two, three, four! Music at a rational volume. Hey everybody, thanks for clicking the button for Music at a Rational Volume podcast. I'll be your host, Nate. And I'll be your host, Kyle. And we are talking about, I don't know, what are we talking about? Um, I've been wrestling uh, a couple, couple weeks ago. Uh, we got a new person at the place I work who is really big into country music, like modern modern country stu- music. stuff you'd hear on the radio um, thing. So I went and I made a country nostalgia playlist uh, that I love because it's the country music that I know and love is the late 80s through early 2000s era. So, you know, your your peak Garth Brooks years. Um, sure. And and I was noticing how many women and um, how the how they were different than what is being produced today. And I started listening a little bit to some of the country radio stations around town and noticed I wasn't hearing any ladies at all. And obviously there's been a gap, so I haven't really been following much of country because country went in a very bro country direction. Well, Um, yeah. And so a lot of the music they're making is not stuff that I enjoy. So I kind of left the genre Almost completely. I mean, there's a few things like Gary Allen I love a lot. Kip Moore I love a lot. Um, and there's some other little things here and there. But for the most part, I'm really just leave it. I don't care about it at all. Um, but I, I started getting interested in why you haven't heard any um, female voices on country radio or really in the country world at all. Um, so I've put together some reading material and... Um, presented it to Kyle and we um, have some things to discuss, I think. Yeah, I think we do. And uh, I don't really have a dog in the fight in this one. I'm not really a fan. I've never really been a fan of uh, country music at all. Mm -hmm. I mean, other than uh, the alt country stuff that kind of popped up in the nineties and a little bit before that. Um, So I like a lot of that music quite a bit. And so any of the, women I put on the list were kind of alternative country um, stuff that I liked. Um, Not that the other stuff was bad because, you know, even in the eighties when they had country music, it was kind of a, you know, I think generally it got a fair shake. Now, you know, you can nitpick and women were treated differently and, you know, harassed and, you know, they had to, kind of toe the line to a different standard and sure. you know they had to be in shape and they had to dress a certain way and have hair and the whole thing and yeah and these guys could show up two hours late and roll off a bus and you know look like crap you know and you know they had the cowboy hat and then that was their thing and, right. and to a certain extent that's kind of remained true but you know it was peripheral for me i knew what was around you know, I had people in my family that liked it, my sister in particular, but uh, I was never really a fan. Yeah. And I absolutely hate the crap they're making now. Yeah. No, that the alternative country is probably the only kind of country <laughs> I can picture you listening to. Like, I don't, like, I picked a bunch of the stuff that I love from that era 
um, to put on the playlist. Because um, what we really wanted to do with the playlist was to show that um, there are female voices in, in country music or country adjacent music that we really love and appreciate and wish that more would join in. Uh, as it stands now, uh, country radio is about 10 to 1 male to female in song rate, songs in rotation. So for every nine dudes singing their, you know, sexy tractor songs, you get one female artist. And it's usually Carrie Underwood or Miranda Lambert. It's kind of, it's just kind of your choices. Today, um, that's really it. Yeah. Occasionally, you'll get a Kelsey Ballerini or Maren Morris, but for the most part, you're really kind of stuck with um, just kind of a very small thing. So, uh, the the probably the the bigger issue than that even is during peak times, you the odds of you hearing a female artist on the radio is almost none. The numbers are really bad. Uh, so the the question that I was asking myself was. What happened and why did this kind of, how do we get to where we are? You know, because I think the the easy thing or the easy trigger is to say that it's, it's, it's exclusion, that it's uh, country music as, a, uh, as an industry, as a genre, is discriminating against female artists and that that is where the problem lies. The other side of this is the Taylor Swift problem. And as you'll know, uh, Kyle and I don't don't really appreciate Taylor Swift and what she does in air quotes music. So we um, hate her music. Um, I don't know anything about her. I'm, you know, I could say I don't care if she's into philanthropy or you know a nice person, all that. We just absolutely can't stand her music, and the amount of attention she gets for what she puts out. I mean, you would think. She was the next coming of the Beatles yeah. the, for the way people respond to her stuff. I'm like, it's just, it, to me, it's really empty calories. I don't get it at all, yeah. but nothing to say about her as a person or any of that. But just as far as music goes and her singing and her quote unquote talent and whether she does or doesn't write her own songs. Um, yeah. We don't like it. That's the one thing we uh, we agree on pretty much wholeheartedly. <laughs> pretty much. We're on the same page with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you remember the episode of the Monkeys show when they sell their soul to the devil? Yes, of course. <laughs> of course you do. Yeah. I kind of feel like that's what happened with Taylor Swift. Like, I, I, I don't have any proof of that. Well, to be specific, uh, Peter sold the soul to the devil. Mike gets it back. But anyway. All right. Yes. Because it, do, it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but again, we, I don't really want this to focus on things we don't like or anything. Um, but the reason to bring her up is that there was a definite shift when she started to cross over. I think she got a lot of fans, um, playing to the country music crowd and then pivoted into a pop. Scene. And I think it took a lot of the would-be female vocalists from country music. And you started getting some of these, like, I, I would say even like your Marin Morris's and your Kelsey Bellamy's, like, they they want to write pop 
flavored country, uh, which, you know, if you're into traditional country music or even like 90s era country music, that's not what you want to hear. So I think there was a, in my mind, this is kind of where I'm leaning, is that there was this shift where girls were like, hooray, a woman who speaks for us. And the guys were like, what is this? Like, I don't want, I don't want that. And so there was this kind of break in, uh, in the genre. Yeah. I don't know, man, because I mean, Shania Twain was really popular with women Mm -hmm. and men, you know, and Dixie chicks, especially, you know, oh, wow. You know, they're tough. They're, they're talking about issues in a comical way or whatever. And they're fun and funny and they, you know, speak for women. And, you know, that was a big thing. Of course, then again, they got held to a different standard too, as right. far as people are, were, you know, suddenly offended by something minimal that was said on stage in England, I believe. And yeah. they've all but been banished from country music. And, you know, their last record, I don't know, it's weird. It wasn't very country at all, but yeah. here nor there. But I think there was people before uh taylor swift and with taylor swift i don't think it was oh i'm gonna suddenly do this i think the entire thing i mean her record company was called big machine i mean i think it was a calculated we're gonna take this girl we're gonna put her face on the cover okay she's pretty and then we're gonna have her we're gonna make you do a song called tim mcgraw and then we're gonna do this country thing to get your name out there and then we're gonna have you do more of these poppy songs country poppy whatever that crap is now and then you'll get a bigger audience and then explode and then you're playing arenas yeah so i think the whole thing was calculated from the very beginning it had nothing to do with her other than stick her out there and sing these songs that is how it feels i think um i yes, think that illustrates does. the point i think i think your shania's and your dixie chicks they didn't try to leave like i don't think they had grander designs on um you know switching gears or appealing like uh, they were always wanted to appeal to a, a broader base that's why you know you have mutt lang producing all of her stuff uh, well, her. Wrote all of her stuff i mean she's basically singing you know def leopard songs def leopard songs yeah <laughs> and you know yeah but they and... but they were always had a country flavor even when she was getting super poppy flavor yes um so but I, that's what i'm saying is like yeah. you, you listen to the, which i would never do <laughs> If you listen to Taylor Swift, stuff, there's not much country in it. Anymore. No, but there's not much country in most of the stuff they call country now anymore right. either. I mean, all the the traditional instruments are gone, fiddle is gone, and harmonica is gone, and accordion and steel guitar, all that stuff's gone. It's basically a rock band playing these yeah. you know, weak pop songs, and yeah. they call it. They, you know, they sing with a little twang, and that's country. But I think the real question is not why was there only 10% of women being played on the radio now? But what happened? Because in the nineties, I think it was more like 30%. It was, it was, it was six to four. Okay. So for every, for every three guys, there was was two women, but you know, now it's, it's gotten much, much worse. So what happened? I mean, I'm not doing everything on, on Taylor Swift as much as I might like to. Like I said, I think it's probably a combination of things. I think the the men and the leadership in country music wanted to go down the honky tonk badonka donk road, and the women felt left out and were looking for something. 
saw kind of a Taylor Swift mold liked leading them. And I think there was a separation. That's what, that's what I think. Um, some of the things I was reading uh, talk about um, it in terms of star making and exposure. Um, so they argue that because women aren't being played on the radio, they're not getting exposure, so they're not getting new fans, so they're not building an audience, so they want to get played more. Um, of course. The, the other side of that is if the songs were good enough and the people making them were talented enough, they would get on the radio to build an audience and, and so on. So my question is what came first, the exclusion or the suck? No, I don't think there is suck. I mean, let's look at the, okay, I'm looking at Apple Music right now, their country uh, list. I'll go through some of these stupid names here. Some of these songs they have, thank God, you know, that's a good one. Wait in the Truck, Wasted on You. There's uh, some other really stupid one. Tennessee Whiskey for Chris Stapleton, a song he didn't write. Uh, they get much worse. Right. Tennessee Orange. There you go. You got to talk about something on the South. Heart Like a Truck. Yep. Uh, whiskey on You. Beer with My Friends. Wishful Drinking. Try Jesus. Sand in My Boots. These are stupid songs. Yes. No, it, it, about, it's very formulaic now. It's very about gibberish, but yeah. I mean, it's it, it, say, you know, the men are doing better songs than the women. And this isn't get into a lot of the other stuff that I just can't stomach to sit through and study yeah. up more of this stuff. But um, to say I don't that think the, that's the, the point songs aren't as good is I think a stupid argument. Another one was, well, you know, women don't, don't want to hear women on the radio. I'm like, that's some bull crap. I mean, I, I don't think that's ever been the case. No, I think clearly your history will tell you women are always interested in hearing their voice representing their perspective on things like that's that's why Shania was was popular. You know, man, I feel like a woman, you know, any man of mine, like they were very female point of view um, songs generally by women for women, uh, but were popular enough with men that it made a splash. And I think to your point, I'm not saying that I like what, kind of music they're playing now like i don't love every song that is about alcohol and every uh, song is about their truck and you know these they sound like fake accents <laughs> and the and the the uniform that the the broke country people are is obligatory is stupid and i think it's probably a combination of of things and it is changing. They do have some, uh, like CMT in particular is mandating uh, a certain playtime. They're hoping to get to 50 uh, 50 at some point. I don't think they're there yet. No, but uh, I think they're vi closer. Videos they play. Than, than yeah, because they're making a concerted effort. Yeah. Yeah. The radio stations are lagging behind. I think because they are. Um, you know, they do their research. They're not dumb. Um, no, but so that's CMT. And, you know, like they were saying in their CMT's main thing now is not playing videos. 
you know, like every other channel, you know, they're playing the Dukes of Hazard and, you know, right. some hillbilly reality show or whatever. But yeah, they were, there was some challenge out there to CMT and iHeartRadio and some of these other stations. iHeartRadio was like, oh, no, we make a concerted effort to blah, blah, blah. You know, and they were selling all this lip service. But, you know, I like that they're top 50 this week on iHeartRadio. Seven of them are women. Yeah. So, I mean, that's 14%. That's that's not, you know, a huge improvement. No. And I don't know why. I mean, if you like some of this crap, you don't like the other crap. So if you like the men, you don't like the women as well. And countries, I mean, the reason why it's brought up in that rather than in rock or pop. I think in pop, it's always been, I think at least since the 60s, it seems like it was fairly straight across the board as far as exposure. Yeah. Um, but with country, it always seemed like it was kind of that, you know, family kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the women and the men, and it's all equal. And they go to the award shows and you see both. Whereas, you know, in rock, it's pretty much been dudes. Yeah. For the most part. But I don't know. I think, I think they're full of crap. I don't think they're making much effort to do anything. Yeah. Um, like I said, I think the point of the podcast was kind of talk about some of the the reasons that have been put forth. I don't know that we'll ever know the real answer. I think we can guess, and I think they what we've explained hate women. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> a, a big reason for it. Uh, but I think what the playlist is trying to do is show recent history of things that are good and. Uh, women's voices who make good music and are really talented um, in terms of their singing and the the occasional songwriting. I know a lot of these were not written by the artists because that's not how country music works. Um, But that it can be done and should be done and they're missing valuable voices. Hmm? Except Lucinda Williams. Except Lucinda Williams? And Casey Chambers and Southern Culture. Some of the ones I put at the bottom did. But, again, more of the old country stuff. And, and yeah. if people are going to get, you know, nobody's listening to this anyway. But if you do and you're, <laughs> oh, there's no new artists on here, I don't like it enough to dive into who is and who's not. So Yeah, there, there's but, a couple of new ones. I, I know uh, Kit Moore does a lot with Ashley McBride. Uh, there are a couple that I'm going to put on here just to show that there is some, I should say, there are things outside of what's being allowed on and um, are given a chance. And I think, and I hope that that changes. And I think um, given this push, uh, I would like to see more women get taken seriously in country music. Just start playing it. There were some guys like, Oh, we can't do it overnight. I'm like, yeah, you can. You could just decide, I'm going to start playing uh, half these songs are going to be women. There's some, uh, some rules out there. There can't be two women in a row played on country radio. And I don't know if it's iHeart, but I blame them for much of what's wrong with this country. And so, <laughs> yeah, there's somehow that get out there. And there's something called Tomato Gate, if you want to go look at that. And I don't think that's as big a deal as people want to say. But the, generally, there was a consultant that said, well, you know, country music fans want to hear males 
on the radio. And I don't know how that got to be just kind of, okay, well, we're going to take your word for it and then we're going to do it. And, you know, since they're making money, I guess they don't really care. But it's it just kind of seems pretty dumb, especially with the quote-unquote quality of some of these, yeah. uh, or most of these male artists that are on the radio now. They suck. Well, and you have to you have to talk about one of the four main pillars of country music. Either it's God, alcohol, your truck, or the South. The South yep. slash older artists. You don't get anywhere in country music unless you're pimping uh, George Jones or Waylon yeah, Jennings. Which is insulting because these guys don't know George Jones. They don't listen to his music, obviously. They're not inspired no. by it. So, no. But to be fair, I don't really like George Jones' music either. So I'm not going <laughs> to pretend that, oh, well, you know, I used to, I liked, you know, Willie or Johnny Cash. Well, not really. I didn't really care for that all that much either, if I'm being honest. But yeah. there's definitely, I mean, the, the point I'm making is the stuff they're playing now, it's not better than the women's music. It's just getting more exposure and more exposure means people are more familiar. And then someone mentions them. I'm like, you want, we're going to concert. Do you want to go? Yeah, I know who that is. I mean, I think it's been proven in this. I mean, if you look at the freaking monkeys, I mean, yeah, the first four records went platinum. Even the Partridge family, their music sucks and it didn't hold up well at all, but their first five albums went gold because they got played on national TV every single week. Yeah. And that crap sold just because of exposure. Yeah. No, I think um, there's a definite chicken and egg kind of argument to be made with that. Cause I think, you know, like I was talking to you before, if it was just about exposure, there wouldn't be as many one hit wonders because people would be interested in, you know, ooh, I heard that song. It was a huge hit. And then their second albums wouldn't have sucked as bad. Or, you know, in terms of sales. Um, so, yeah, I don't, know. I, I don't know what the answer is. And I don't know what, what the solutions are, you know, for any of this. Uh, I just kind of wanted to highlight some of the some of the songs that I love and enjoy. And kind of wish they would get back to. And I put on some stuff that I really like. So, I hope people like it too. And if you don't, that's fine. <laughs> we're 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 not hanging our ego on whether you like it or not uh so enjoy it i think it's a good list i think there's a lot of there's a lot of old stuff that either you should remember or need to get familiar with and also some new stuff for you to try and uh hopefully you reach out and nudge your country radio station if you're into that sort of thing and uh, help get more of these future stars hopefully some exposure cool man yep all I'm right. good. As Kyle says through his yawn. <laughs> All right. Well, until next week, we'll talk to you guys later. We'll see you.